Hey everybody, this is Kimia. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to Content and Coffee. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 10 of Content and Coffee. It is a rare occasion that Sean and I get to record together, but he made it into the ghosted office. So we're actually sitting next to each other to record episode 10. And it's kind of cool to get into the double digits now. It is. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, we're here in Ghost at HQ. We're here in Ghost at HQ. Yeah. And so today we're going to be talking about how do you market by email and then subsequently, how do you grow your email list? And so, Sean, take it away. How do you market by email? It's a big question. It's a big question. But we're going to break it down. Obviously. We are going to break it down. So I think, Kimia, the first thing you want to do when considering email marketing is talk define your goal. So two of the big types of goals that you could have in email marketing is to build referrals and build subscribers or to directly generate sales. And one of these is more of a long-term goal. One of them is more of a short-term goal. Uh, the long-term goal is promoting referrals and future subscribers to your email list. Whereas in the short term, your goal could be to maximize sales. So Kimia, do you want to quickly touch on how one would structure an email that's trying to get more referrals and subscribers versus how one would structure an email just to get sales right now. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the quick thing that I'll say before is you and I both love email marketing for a few reasons, right? To, you know, before we even dive into, you know, how to, how to structure your goals and how to do all that, all that fun stuff. Um, one of the great things about email marketing is it's super cost effective. It, it's not going to cost you any more to reach 10,000 people than it is to reach five people. Um, and email newsletters can be really purpose driven. So you can send them out, you know, over a week, a month to accomplish a specific goal where some other content medium, say, you know, social media, it's harder to achieve, say, direct sales than it would be from email marketing. The other awesome thing about email is when people opt in for your newsletter or your marketing list, people are saying, yes, I want to be marketed to, and I want you to be top of mind. So just because they're not buying from you right away, it doesn't mean that they're not interested in your business and they're not interested in your product. So if you have something of value at a later date, that's going to be relevant to them. So they're saying, yes, I want you to keep reminding me of potential offers I have. But back to, the, back to defining your goals. As Sean said, um, there, are, there are three main types of goals that we see. And obviously, there's, there's sub goals behind that. But you either want more referrals, sales or subscribers. And when we say referrals, the difference between referrals and subscribers are subscribers are just people on your list. So widening your audience. Referrals are people coming who are interested in your business that are from your subscribers. So if Sean is a, is a subscriber on my list and he refers me uh, an interested customer, that would be a referral directly from my newsletter list. So you really want to cater, you really want to craft, I should say, you really want to craft your emails to cater to these goals. So referrals and subscribers, you want to give out audit information that's going to be useful to your audience and useful enough that they're going to share it with friends. So a great scenario would be Joe is reading your email newsletter on you know, uh, sales marketing and says, huh, this is really interesting. Sally should read this in the marketing department. And so he then forwards the email off to Sally. Sales, on the other hand, is very different. 
So from a sales perspective, I'll jump in on that. When you're trying to craft an email to make sales, you're directly communicating an offer with potential clients or customers. So you're selling the product or the service in the email itself. And anytime you're doing sales, the first step is to communicate your offer to someone who might purchase from you. And in an email, the great thing about it is you have this giant list of names and email addresses of people who are potentially interested. So when you craft a sales email, um, it's basically a different medium and you still have to sort of check off all the fundamentals of sales, which is, you know, you want to communicate value, you want to have a good uh, product market fit. And another thing about emails is that, you know, you can actually, you could stratify your list into different, um, you know, subsections and you could send out slightly different sales messages customized to each one. So, you know, these are the emails you get around the holiday season. It could be a promotion, you know, holiday discount, this and that. Um, it could be talking about a new service you're offering. And one of the things that Kimi and I were talking about before the podcast is this idea of how important scarcity is in the sales process. So Kimi, why don't you uh, touch base on that? Yeah, absolutely. I was just dying to get it in. Um, one of the things that I'll say quickly is you, you mentioned briefly segmenting your email list. And I think that's really important because that basically allows you to get smart with the way you structure your list. And so if you have say 10,000 people you know 5,000 people are warm buyers and they're very interested in your product. And, you know, the other two and a half and two and a half, they're sort of on the fence. And then one is just for the information. You could send a direct sales call to action to that 5,000, send information about, you know, this product has a limited offer available. You create that scarcity to, so to get them to, to be incentivized to buy. And then the other, you know, the other two and a half, or uh, 2,500, you just say, um, this is the product that we have. Here's why it's great. Uh, contact sales for more information. And so you can actually see the outcome of all these different segments and you can then do smarter marketing because of that. So to jump back to scarcity though, the reason why scarcity is really important is because it creates incentive to buy and buy now. Because if they know your customers, or they in this case, if they know that the offer is always there, they're not incentivized to act right away. And so it's a really powerful principle in sales that really works well in email. So I'm, we've all seen this, the, uh, the you know, limited time available or um, you know, act now for the holidays kind of thing. And those are, you know, it's so widespread in, in uh, email marketing now that it's, you, know, you can easily capitalize on it for your own business. Mm-hmm. And just to quickly add to that, I think it depends on the type of business you have. If you're selling a low involvement, sort of simple product that people can buy, anything physical, a small digital product, then that is more conducive to your classic sales type email. Whereas if you're selling more of a complex service, like a consultation service, a coaching service, a marketing agency service, then generally those are going to be um, less sort of salesy if you want to use that word and more just sort of informative and value add and then it generates leads people you know contacting you to learn more and acquire about your services rather than generating purchases so it depends on what type of thing you're selling if you're- uh, yeah just to jump in here absolutely you really need to be cognizant of your customer so if you're uh, if you're a big accounting firm and each client value is around fifty thousand dollars no one's just going to put in their credit card right away mm-hmm. right yeah. it really depends awesome so let's dive in. So now that we know how to market 
via email, let's dive in into how to grow that email list. Because if you're trying to market by email and you have no one on your email list, nothing's going to happen. So the, the first way and the, the, the simplest way to grow your email list is ask your personal network to join your email mm-hmm. list. You did this, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's funny. Sometimes low-tech solutions are the best way to get started. So when I first started my email list, I made a big list in Microsoft Excel of all of my connections, contacts, people that I thought might be interested in what I'm doing. Uh, you know, it came out to around 200 people. I went through LinkedIn, Facebook, my cell phone, just sent them all a quick message. Hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm putting to an email list. Would you like to be on it? You know, I think around 130 to 140 got back to me and said, hey, sure, sign me up and sent me their email address. And, you know, that was the way that I started. My first uh, email group was just this kind of like 150-ish people that I just directly reached out to. And anyone could do this. This is a, you know, a low-tech solution, and, but it's the easiest way to get started. And then it just grows from there. So Kimi, I want you to talk a little bit about how you can automate the process after this initial sort of seed group of people. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, 150-ish is nothing to scoff at, right? Like that's, that is 150, if you imagine 100 people, 150 people like in a gymnasium, that's quite a bit of people to have directly interested in your services. So another really good way to grow your email list is opt-in through content. So usually at the bottom, if you're, if you're savvy about it, we still see a lot of this, is if you're savvy about the, your opt-ins, you're going to read through the blog post. If they really enjoyed the blog post, then it's going to say, subscribe for our email newsletter for relevant content tips or all this stuff. So what you want to do is at the bottom of each piece of content, you can have a call to action that says, subscribe here for more. And that's a really great way to get people to opt in is because once they finish that value additive piece, you're prompting them to continue to take action again. Um, Another really good way to do this as well is pop-ups, but in a non-spammy way. So say they finish the blog post, they're going to the exit, uh, to the exit button, or they're going to close out the web page. You can have an exit intent pop up with an offer. So right as they're about to close it, you can show them a little message to say, "Hey, wait, don't go. Um, we think this ebook will be really valuable to you on how to grow your sales or insert X solution to problem you might have." Hmm. Absolutely. Um, so those are definitely more scalable ways to build the email list. And another one I want to talk about, which is something that I really like, is running Facebook ads. So when now Facebook ads are a paid way to grow your email list because you pay for every impression slash click you get on Facebook. And the way that looks is you would run a Facebook ad offering, generally speaking, something for free to uh, people you target and in, in exchange to get that free piece of content. They have to submit their email address. And the way this works is this is a little bit further down the road. But when you start to get an idea of how much money each person on your email list is worth to you. And as you get a higher number, you can develop this average because over time you're going to be selling things to your email list and a percentage of these will convert. And if you sort of work out the math and figure out, hey, you know, I think everyone on my email list is worth about $10 a year or $100 a year. And you can run a Facebook ad to get email addresses at $1 or $2 per address then you have a scalable situation and a positive ROI, and you can just sort of rapidly scale up your email list by running more Facebook ads, paying more ad spend to Facebook, getting more emails, but then you know that 
over the year, the $2 you spend to get that address is on average going to result in $10 of revenue for you as an example. So this is kind of the sort of more sophisticated down the road end that uh, comes later. But that's where, you know, companies can really scale up to six, seven, eight figure businesses through, you know, really doubling down on email marketing. Yeah. And to jump in here as well, like we talked about this later or earlier in one of our podcast episodes where we were saying how if you invest money for later on, it's really powerful and it's a really great way to scale your business and having that long term mentality. And it, Facebook ads is definitely a step in the right direction with that because it's it allows you to calculate, like Sean said, the average value of your customer and take a long term approach to it. So like he said, if your customer is worth you know, $100 over the year and you're paying $1 to acquire them, keep spending because that is an awesome scalable channel that you found. I have one one final piece that that is often overlooked and it is super, super simple. Make it easy to share in your actual newsletter. So, you know, throughout the actual newsletter copy, you should make it really easy to one click refer a friend. So just, you know, one click, type in their email address and then send off. And most email service providers make it really easy to do this. MailChimp has a really simple way to say, you know, link to refer a friend button. There's tons of support on the web for that, but that is super low hanging fruit. Put it at the top and put it at the bottom of the new of the newsletter and just say, you know, refer a friend, send this to a friend, that kind of thing. But it, it's the things that people don't think about that obvious that often go overlooked. And it, it's just, it's so simple that it's usually missed, but it's super powerful and it's worked really well for Ghosted. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the type of thing that can result in exponential growth as well, because, you know, shareability of a piece of content is what allows it to, you know, quote unquote, go viral and really spread exponentially. And, you know, you at the very least need to give people an opportunity, an easy opportunity to do that with every email you send out. So you you might send out an email and it might be really engaging to a certain type of person. And then that person shares it to five friends that are similar and then those five friends share it again, and you can really just, you know, uh, leverage that one email you sent out. And like, you know, Kimia was saying, is email providers will make it easy to do that. So instead of saying, you know, please forward this to someone who you're interested, who you think might be interested, it's a bit more professional to just have a button in there where you can click it and uh, put in an email address of a friend to share it to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's all. That's all for me. Anything else to add? No, I think we've covered most of it. I guess the last thing I want to say is that email marketing is really one of those things where it's easy to learn, hard to master. So it's really easy to start out. You just ask, you know, make a list of 50 people, ask for their email addresses, sign up for a free MailChimp account, um, go through the guided setup and send it out. You, It's done in an afternoon. And on the other end, you can set up some like really, really sophisticated automations with email marketing. So what North Digital uses is uh, active campaign. And the amount of integrations is really crazy. You can um, bring in text message, follows up to your email automation. You can even add people that opt in to a custom Facebook audience and retarget them. It's the automations really can be very sophisticated. So, um, you know, whether or not you're just starting off, you're a solopreneur or a large business, email marketing is going to be able to bring you a positive ROI. And like anything, like we've talked about before, the important thing is just showing up. 90% of success is showing up. So get started, take the first step. You know, reach out to 50 people, send out one email a month. And um, once you start getting referrals, you'll have the motivation to make it more sophisticated and more complex. Yeah, that, that 
the monthly newsletter thing is just so simple. Like every business should have that. Just, you know, a simple what's going on in the industry. Um, here's what's been going on with us. Here's some information that's going to be relevant to you. If you're not doing email, you got to start. It's, mm-hmm. it's that simple. And there's, you know, there's a lot of information. There will be an in-depth blog post following this podcast to kind of go over that as well. Because at Ghostit, we actually do emailing for our clients. Um, so stay tuned for that blog post, obviously. But, you know, as, as we always ask at the end of the show, please give us a rating. We, we love your feedback. Kevin, we hope this answers your question because that was a direct, that was a direct ask from you. Um, but, yeah, stay tuned for more episodes. And uh, our emails are going to be in the description if you have any, any follow-up questions or topics you want to see. So, as always, thanks, guys. Let's <laughs> go.